season four. Did you know that? Hey, Teresa Croft with you. So glad always when you join in. You know, if you remember, we talked about boomerang, the word that I wasn't looking for last uh, episode of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. And as I was thinking about that, I want to share some testimonies of boomerangs. And then how about this? Seven steps to get over trauma or to help you get over trauma coming from my minefield of losing my husband that's going on eight months ago. But as anything, I when this when I said I wasn't looking for the boomerang word, it's like I want to make sure I'm healed before I even step up to the microphone. And the the boomerang it was based on three things: a boomerang of his glory. It was based on being an attitude of gratitude, an intimate relationship with Jesus. That's important because it continues to change your belief system. And number three, go to work. All right, so you have that thought. In God's glory, ever present, you know, when Moses asked to see his face, God hit him behind a rock. And he's like, God, I want to see your glory. And I'm sure God said, if you saw my glory, we'd have, you'd, you'd have some problems. But anyway, he hit him behind a cleft. And then his presence passed by in the back of him. And what was proclaimed as he walked by, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Talk about glory. So I wanted to share some testimonies of some boomerangs that I wasn't even looking for. You know, even before I shared this word, I was after it was over, I was thinking about a one real big boomerang as I was in church one night watching my friend Joni lead worship. And I'm like, oh my goodness, she is a boomerang friendship. We were best friends 20 years ago. And boomerang, God brought her back. That might be a testimony for you to grab on. Maybe there's a friend that you lost contact and they're very dear and boomerang, you know, friendships and relationships are so important. Then I was thinking of another boomerang. When I retired from radio in 2006, I always had this dream that after I retired that I would be a voice in a Pixar movie. It was just a secret dream. I think I've talked about it, and I stuffed it down. No one knew about it, and life went on. Two kids and a husband's successful business. Then fast forward to 2021, I saw something on TikTok, I think it was, about uh, doing voiceovers and getting these auditions. If it was known as pay to play. So basically you pay this price and you get auditions every morning, not really the way to go. But for me, it was great because I got to learn my voice again. I got to, you know, play around with my equipment. Like I'm not in my closet right now. I always had to be in the closet because of the acoustics. I'm, I'm just having coffee with you. And so I, I did that from May, June, July, August, September, and then October 3rd, as the testimony of my past goes Dave was burned 30% of his body with third degree burns. So I had to drop everything. And then by February, we found out he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And then by June 5th, he went on to be with Jesus. And I continued to drop everything. I do say that, you know, God has a way of recalibrating you. And my trip to Australia for a couple of months to visit three of my dearest friends really helped me. It did. It got me all I can say is my head turned around where I could come home and think about working and think about what I had to do ahead of me to um, recover, to go on with the trauma, with the healing. 
So boomerangs are so real. And I said about that voice uh, dream, it was funny. I went on this webinar. I signed up for it. I'm like, I'm not going to learn much from it. Oh my goodness. I learned so much. And then by the end, the guy says, you joined us live to the few that joined him. I'm going to send you an audition and you're going to audition for me tonight. It's like, it was so exciting. We got all nervous. And so I did my audition and he had a lot of good things to say. And then he says, okay, so-and-so is going to call you tomorrow morning at nine and she's going to critique you. So I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So I woke up a little earlier than normal, had my cup of coffee and the woman who, what was her name? Gannett, who uh, had some things to say. They were all really good. And she's like, you've got a kind and sincere voice and yada, yada. And so then I thought, okay, I'm going to jump in. So I had an assessment last week. If, if I didn't pass the assessment, I couldn't go on with this voiceover uh, endeavor with this uh, New York-based coach's voiceover. I passed. <laughs> and I am on my way towards the boomerang of being involved again with, as a voice actor. Just a side note. She said, do you want to take a cinnamon, cinnamon on, well, you know, another name, AKA? I said, yeah, Marie James. Back in 2008, I was writing and I needed another name. So I used the middle names of my children. And so Marie, Anna, James, William, middle name. So it was funny when I had my first assessment, she said, well, hello, Marie, how are you doing? And it felt so like, oh, I said, my name's really Teresa, but you can call me Marie James. Boomerang. Do you have a dream? Do you have a desire? Do you have something? Well, I believe the boomerang can come to you. Once again, did I tell you about the three steps? Yeah, it's like an attitude of gratitude. Finding that secret place often, coffee in Jesus, that shifts your belief system and then go to work. I read something, or actually I heard this today from one of my coaches. She said, and it was really interesting because uh, I I'm, it may sound like I'm going after everything because I am. I'm learning to be single. And so I've got some serious things that I've got to take care of living. So I'm not only doing the, the voiceovers, I'm going out the door as a substitute teacher. I told you that secret agent of the kingdom of God. And that makes me feel, it just gives me a bullet shift in my belief system because I don't feel like that's my gift but I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm doing the next thing. But I also, uh, I remember going out for a walk and I had applied for a lot of jobs and they just weren't, that just didn't feel the breathe of the Holy Spirit over them. And they were all social media jobs, all jobs I was qualified for, but I just didn't, I said, God, I just want to stay home and answer the phone. And as, as I was going out to walk, the Holy Spirit said, don't forget your voiceovers, which in which I, you know, in my mind, I had a version of that. And he just said a few other things like, I got you, T. So it wasn't just till two days later that my sister-in-law showed, uh, introduced me to something where you can answer the phone from your home as, as a customer service. So I am lined up to be voice Nike. Did you catch that voice again? So I'm going to be using my voice on uh, answering the phone voice. Maybe there's something that you're waiting to get a kickstart on. Don't, it's only January 23rd and I've already had these boomerangs. Don't let 
Don't let the delay keep you from continuing those three steps of being grateful, of hiding yourself in the secret place and going to work right at what you have right now, doing the next thing. So I had one of my mentors, mentors said, overachieving is a trauma response. And I thought to myself, I'm not overachieving. Praise God. What I'm doing is trying to learn to live as a single person. But overachieving could be, is a trauma response, but I think that's overachieving, ignoring the drama, the trauma. So I feel, I just got to say this, I I believe there's so much favor for you. Uh, I think there's, whether it's, you know, death or divorce from a spouse or some other event that just wants to keep you in a dark hole, I believe you can come up. I believe you can experience the boomerang of his glory and have a testimony. Yeah, it may be early in the year, but I'm believing that for you. So I'd like to share something, just something that is really from my, my experience of trauma. And if it's trauma or destiny delays, let me just say this. Someone is waiting for your healthy voice. Someone needs you. Do you hear me? Someone needs your extraordinary solution to their pain point. But sometimes we have to walk through the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I I just want to share some steps. Can I do that? Thank you. So the first step is real simple. It's be real. Be real with yourselves. You know, your emotions do need to be validated, and sometimes they have to be validated by you before anything else. You can accept what you are feeling and not beat yourself up. It reminds me of the, um, what was it, FRP process. Uh, no, FRP, FRP. Yeah, it's like focus on that which is doesn't line up with faith, hope, and righteousness. It's like what is really getting at you? What is really getting at you? I'm asking you that. So you focus on it long enough to grab it and you put it in the R, the real deal, the real situation you're going through, and you examine it and you feel it. But you immediately, as you do that, you go through the process of P, and that's his presence which is we'll talk to more about in step five. Number two, seek support. You know, talking to a therapist or a counselor can really help you, especially a kingdom-based counselor. That's what I'm doing. It's been a key for me. Just, just, wow. Some things that are revealed by anointed Tammy at Legacy Ministries. Really helpful. Number three, have a few inner circle friends who speak life over you. My two months in Australia involved a lot of that. I can remember some coffee chats with one friend as the tears were dropping in my coffee. She just spoke life. She spoke reality. She just gave me, and she still does today with texts. She just, in a few words, could say so much, and she really came alongside. There There were others that did that too, but I just remember those coffee talks I had. And what happens, you receive amazing validation for what you're going through. And you get help, and you get assistance. You get just a few inner friends, because you don't need to be around the chickens. you got to soar with the eagles, because you're meant to soar. The chickens, they just peck at you and tell you what you're doing wrong. Number four, take care of you, self-care. I have a shout-out to Lynn from Australia, really taught me about this. And that includes eating right exercising, uh, which I'm learning to do all over again, and mind care, and just choosing to be responsible for you. That could be the best way to take care of you, friend. 
choose to take care of you. What is man, what is going on with you is what you're responsible for. You're not responsible for every Dick Harry and Henriette or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I remember Danny Silk having this saying that became my motto for at least six or seven years of my marriage. It's like this, on a good day, I do well to manage me. What, what's going on with them? I don't have to manage that. That's between them and God. Let's think about that. I think that's some of the best self-care is to manage you, be responsible for you. That means number five, you need help. Number five is the number of grace. So we go to five, which will help you manage your emotion. And that's simply this, learn to, to find time in the dwelling often in the secret place in your relationship with God. I have this picture in my mind that often it comes when I talk about the secret place or I talk about the vineyard. It's like I'm going deeper and deeper down the rows of this vineyard, okay? And it's a well, well-grown vineyard. And even the leaves, they flutter a little. And I feel like that's the Holy Spirit saying, keep going, keep going. And at the very end of this row, there's a picnic table. And at the table, Jesus with a cup of coffee, and he's got one for me. And we sup, and we fellowship, and we drink our coffee, and we laugh. Can you see Jesus on a picnic table? And the Holy Spirit joins us, and the Father joins us. We're just having a great time. And I'm getting healing just by being in the presence of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's like... It's like, yeah, for me, it's like I'll have worship music on and I may be really going through the missing and the stuff of losing my husband almost eight months ago. And I just feel the breath of the Holy Spirit come in. And I might be halfway through my coffee and I haven't read the word yet, but I'm just sitting there laying myself bare. And he comes in either through a song or through his word. And then I pick up his word. And it's like, oh, I needed to hear that. So be thankful in that relationship. I could write a book on how important this is. And I still am walking out my healing. If this sounds like something, hey, I don't understand that. What, what does that mean? You know, if you believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead, and if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, do you know that you can become a new creation in Christ? Old things are past. It's a simple relationship. It's not about religion and A, B, and C. It's about abiding and then believing. And then confessing, maybe that's something you just happened upon my podcast. If you just did that right now, if you just, hey, I want that. I accept it. I'm willing to confess Jesus is Lord. Well, welcome to the family. Okay, on to number six. Once again, I have to have a shout out to my friend Lynn from Australia. Deep breathing is a key. Um, Lisa often texts me too. Are you breathing? Take deep, deep breaths. But I think I have this other added to this deep breathing. You know, you go in and you hold it for three seconds and you exhale. While you exhale that deep breath, do something. Imagine yourself free to be you. Our imagination is a gift. So why don't we combine it with deep breathing? Number seven, find a Bible-based church that is practicing water baptisms. Yeah, I'm serious. I go to a church like that. Just Saturday night, I saw a woman come up from the water and out of her wheelchair and walked across the church. I in the in the last six or seven months I've been there, I've seen people delivered, I've seen people healed, I've seen seen demons go running. So I'll let you think about that. Find a Bible-based church that's practicing water baptisms. If it's your church isn't, why don't you instigate it? Your church is going to grow and you're going to see things 
that are amazing. I think Lester Sumrall said this. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Four months before he passed away, he was a great teacher, if you don't know who that is. He said, watch the water. So that's another testimony and another, maybe an interview. But I'll leave that with there, that with you there. So I'm sure there are many more steps. These are steps that are real to me because I'm walking through them. They're boomerang steps, okay? And I believe that as you break out in freedom for yourself, I think going through the process is often about your relationship. And if there's something about the process you don't like, go back and what is it that's bothering you in your relationship with God? Maybe you feel like dreams are delayed. Or maybe you feel like your heart has crashed. Or maybe you've gone through a terrible divorce and you just cannot forgive. You can't go on. I understand. I mean, I don't understand, but I understand the pain. And then just ask God to come in with his boomerang of his glory. And that glory involves his love. It involves his faithfulness. It involves his forgiveness and redemption. It involves him maintaining the attitude in the, of your heart, maintaining the fertile soil of your heart. So what comes out of your heart is a vineyard where the Lord says, I like that vineyard. I can come in that vineyard and feast with her. You're not meant to be grape juice. You're meant to be fine wine. So take good care of the vineyard of your heart. So just some things I thought I would share about boomerang testimonies and really for you to have a boomerang in your life to break free of the entanglements that trauma can bring. And the number one thing I would say to you is, I am sorry. I understand the deep cuts. I understand when someone walks out the door without even an explanation. I am so sorry. But I believe that this year, glory is going to appear. This year is the, the year of that you're going to look back and say, wow, you know, that I heard that word boomerang, not just from Teresa, and it's happening. But the boomerang of the good things, that's why I say the boomerang of his glory. All right. You know, I really appreciate when you listen and take time to have coffee with me. It means so much. And I appreciate that you let me process my own grief. And I, I just want to tell you, my heart's uh, commitment is I will always come from a place of healing and not spill out from a place of a wound. So you can keep me accountable on that. All right. I'll talk to you in the next episode. And thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast.